Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the American Nightmare Podcast. This is episode 58, recorded January 19th, 2023. Woohoo! Nice. Wow, it's 2023. God Happy dang. New Year. Yeah, You're not supposed to say year. that after a certain day. It's no longer. I, I'm going to say it all the way up until June. <laughs> nice. So I, I want people to look at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you, buddy? <laughs> well, technically, <laughs> until we get through June, it's, uh, you know, still the new year. Right. All right. Uh, let's get started with some awesome horror news. Okay. Damien Leone on Twitter says that Terrifier 3 will recapture the creep factor presented in the original Terrifier short film. Nice. I'm excited for it. One of my main goals, according to Damien Leone, is Terrifier 3 is to capture the creep factor presented in the original Terrifier short film that had a genuinely spooky atmosphere that I'm still proud of. If it all goes as planned, Part 3 will be the scariest Terrifier thus far. That would be nice. Hashtag Terrifier 3, hashtag creepy. Yeah, I think part, uh, part 2 is probably gorier than it was scary, right? Oh, my I agree. God. It yeah. was a little more, it was more campy than the first one, but yeah, still, sure. it was a great film. Yeah, and like the, the practical too, right? effects were, were awesome. Like, yeah. From jumping from Evil Dead to Evil Dead 2, right? Evil Dead got a little funny. And... Right, right. Man, and then Army of, the, Army of the Dead was, kind of, I mean, uh, Army of Darkness oh, was kind of yeah, a blend of the totally two. totally off the wall, right? Um, Evil Dead Rise trailer is finally out, but it reveals that there's a different Necronomicon than in the other films. Oh, really? Yeah, this must be the same. Well, I mean, the book had teeth. I don't remember teeth being on the on the opening of the other one. Hmm. Either, unless it matured. Well, according to Empire Magazine, a recent interview with uh, the creator. Uh, of the new or the director of the new film, uh, Lee Cronin, says that we probably worked on the book for three months. It's a completely handmade, hand drawn. It's got different visual style than what you've seen uh, previously, um, and it's brought a little hints of Celtic influences, some different things that give it a hell of a lot of personality. This is the bastard cousin of the other books, and the their bastard. Uh, and they are bas- bastard cousins of this book. Hmm. Uh, the connection to these films in Army of Darkness, well, in Army of Darkness, there were three Necronomicons. Hmm. You had one, and then Evil Dead 2013 created a different version that had barbed wire on it. And then you have uh, uh, this new one. So he says, looking forward to you know people enjoying this as a, as a story from the Evil Dead universe. And showcasing some new aspects of that book, uh, he's very, very excited about it. And he also noted in the article that he has the prop book at his desk, wrapped in cellophane, waiting for someone who is making a glass cl- case for him to display it in. Cool, that's nice. Yeah, yeah the trailer looked awesome. Like I, I was like, like I was like, man, this movie's gonna be oh, super yeah. creepy, dude. Over the top. The 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 red band one was just fucking amazing. I'm so stoked for that movie now. Yeah. I feel like damn, this is gonna be better than the twenty thirteen one. A little taste of it already though, Sal, right? 
Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not allowed to talk about that because you know oh. you have to sign an NDA for it. But yes, I've already seen <laughs> the movie and the trailer sh- seems like they did change a couple things. Plus, when I saw it previously, it didn't have like everything completed. So. Yeah. Okay. Might have to um, go see that one, Craig. What's that? Might have oh, to yeah, go to the theater sure. for that one. Oh, for oh sure. I'm definitely going to the theater for this one because yep. uh, the that trailer, man. Whew. No, I know. <laughs> um, in a recent interview in Hollywood Reporter, Servant Star Nell Tigre Free talks about her role in the new Omen prequel. I did not know that Omen prequel was coming out until I read this article. Huh. I don't um, either. Star Star Nell uh, uh, Nell Tigre Free. That's her name. The, the the she's the the babysitter in the series Servant. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. She's got like a hippie name. Yeah. yeah, she's English too. I didn't know that either. She was hmm. British. Uh, but anyway, um. She has a starring role in the upcoming prequel to Richard Donner's 1976 film, The Omen. Um, the first Omen, it's called, and she uh, expects it a 2023 release at some point. Hmm. She says, quote, we've made the movie, even though there are notes and elements that are similar to Servant and Leanne, uh, it's so wildly different character for me to be playing. She Free also says... It's going to be really cool. At least I hope it's going to be really cool. I'm really proud of it. So hopefully it's going to be out sometime this year. Cool. Haven't heard anything about it, but the fact that she mentioned it, I'm like, oh, that's freaking awesome. I I I'd love the Omen series, and I would love yeah. to see a prequel. She would. Yeah. Didn't didn't uh, the new season of Servant didn't that just come out? Yeah. Yeah, the fourth and final season. Yeah. I haven't started watching it yet. You know. I started watching it, and then I was like, I said to my daughter, you know, I kind of remember why I took so long to finish the third season because I, I really am not enjoying the show anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's really taken some turns, like from, yeah, from like, where it started. It's, it's wild. It's slow down though, too, right? It's like yeah, and I, I think the fact that it's coming that it, it ends this season four is probably a good thing. I agree. Yeah. yeah, there's not much more you could do with the same thing over and over again. Yeah, in the Correct. same how it's just like. It's I mean, how long are you going to drag on this story, right? Yep, yeah, the baby, the baby's real, the baby's not real, the baby comes back, the baby's fake again. Like, <laughs> mother loses her shit. Dude, at the end of season two, I was like, what? They should. What? I don't want uh, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, It was frustrating. <laughs> frustrating. Um, Universal is planning a permanent horror experience in Las Vegas. Yes. Yes. According can't wait. to Dead, uh, yeah. According to Deadline, Universal Parks and Resorts spokesperson tells Deadline that the company plans an entirely new, permanent horror-themed entertainment experience in Las Vegas, based on its park's wildly popular Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, apparently, cool. the concept is going to bring those Universal vast library of horror films into some unique, immersive horror experience that'll run all year long and have seasonal vans, a merchandise store. All that stuff. I, I think it's a good idea because trying to get into a Universal Hollywood Horrors Night oh, okay. and not have to pay a fortune or not have to stand in long lines or not have to fight to try and get tickets, it'd be nice to just say, hey, I'm going to go to Vegas and check it out and just go. Yeah, because it's all year round, so the lines aren't going to be crazy because it's, right. it's just one month. Yep. Yeah, that should be cool. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Um, Parade Magazine 
recently had an interview with Jean La Roquette uh, regarding you know the coming back to play um, his his character uh, in Night Court in the new Night Court series. Uh, but during that interview, he mentioned you know his very first filming role uh, in the summer of 1969. He was working at a bar as a bartender at Colorado Resort, and he struck up a friendship uh, with Toby um, Hooper, who directed um, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now we know the voice narrating Texas Chainsaw Massacre is, in fact, John LaRoquette. And in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake that was made on Amazon last year, or n- was it? A- no, it was Netflix. Netflix um, yeah. He also was the narrator for that. Hmm. Uh, but he tells a cute little story about how in 1969, when he did that voiceover for um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he was paid by Toby Hooper with a bag of marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. <laughs> he said, I met Toby Hooper while I was bartending in a small town in Colorado. He said, quote, Toby heard that I was in town and asked for an hour of my time to narrate something for his movie. So I said, sure, why not? Um, I was up to do him a favor. LaRoquette then returned uh, to do the narration for several of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies moving forward and also the recent Netflix uh, sequel. He revealed that he never actually watched any of those movies because he's not a big horror fan, but he does remember getting paid in a bag of marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Let me see. We got uh, Paul... uh, According to Deadline, Paul Paul Fagg and Sam Raimi are teaming up for an adaptation for Legendary Pictures of the book Suburban Hell. Uh, it's based on a novel by Maureen Kilmer. Suburban Hell tells the story of a tight-knit group of suburban moms whose friendship is put to the ultimate test when one of them becomes possessed by an evil spirit. Hmm. Uh, it looks like a very funny, campy kind of yeah, movie, which is just right up uh, Sam Raimi's alley. That sounds like fun. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited for that. I did look up the book, and uh, it's funny, the book cover says... Um, something about uh, what's you know what could be uh, more precious than little possession amongst friends. <laughs> so I'm excited for that one. That sounds like it's going to be something great. And Sam Raimi is really good at those campy kind of comedy horrors. And considering yeah. this is a suburban housewife horror film involving a possession, uh, right up my alley. I'm looking forward to that one. Um. In a recent interview in Variety magazine, Mia Goth says that the third film in the X and Pearl trilogy, Maxine, is the best script of them all by far. That's Speaking uh, with Variety, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking with Variety, Goth says, it is the best script of the three by far. It is going to be the best movie of the three, and we are all so... Uh, tight now is going to be the third movie they're working on together and everyone is coming back together and it's bringing the band all back together again we just had shorthand with each other and we know how everybody works and we're so excited um so damn i am excited too yeah i cannot wait for this film yeah is it that's this year Max, it's called Maxime, right yep Maxime with triple x's and it comes out this year yeah 2023 sweet Um, 
According to Bloody Disgusting, the new show or the new movie, There's Something Wrong with the Children, explores some new angles with the evil kid genre. Apparently, this film, according to the review, you should go I'll put the link up on our website, but uh, Bloody Disgusting did a review of the film because it is available on video on demand right now and it'll be on MGM Plus streaming service on March 17th. But according to their interview, they're saying that this thing is another one of those fantastic films that tricks you and subverts a few tropes in the process. Oh, and cool. I love those films where you kind of feel like you know what's going on. They're following the general tropes. And then yeah. they just flip it around and go, what the fuck is going on? Uh, they gave it some a decent review. And they said, this is one of those films that just kind of takes those tropes and turns shit on its head. And uh, cool. I'm excited for that. Uh, that trailer looked pretty good, I'd say, uh, when, when I posted that on the Facebook feed. That something's There's wrong something with wrong with the children? Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but are you familiar with Onyx the Fortuitous? I think you probably would recall a few years ago, he was one of those videos that went around for a long time when the satanic Baphomet sculpture from the satanic temple was being unveiled in uh, Detroit. He was one of the guys that was standing in line, and they showed the interview of him going, um, I don't know, I don't know, um, uh, see me, Senpai, see me, uh. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that guy. Fucking no, great guy. No. He's a great comedian guy. Does these great little fake videos uh, um, that he has on YouTube. He has his own channel called Bowser Videos. Um, um, the guy's name is Andrew Bowser. For a short while, he worked also with um, Nerdist News for a little bit. Uh, okay. I don't believe he works with them anymore, but he still does these great videos where he's like a nerdy goth dude who says the craziest <laughs> shit and <laughs> like this hail satan worshiping satan he the one video uh, he was in like a a comic-con convention buying comic books and they said oh, what you know we're asking people what's in your bag what comic did you get and everyone's got these great comics and then they go to him what bag did you get he goes um i got one of my favorite uh, japanese uh, animes i don't know and uh, if you take a look at what i have here and he pulls it out of the bag and it's an anime about incest <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts giving, he starts giving like a whole, t a whole uh, thing about how great this comic book is. I'm like, what the fuck? But he does these <laughs> things like on purpose to like freak people out. But uh, he has a film coming out uh, that Bloody Disgusting posted about called Onyx the Fortuitous and the Talisman of Souls. Um, hmm. And Jeffrey Combs is in the film. Uh, if you remember, Jeffrey Combs is from Reanimator. Um, he's also was the crazy. Uh, FBI detective in the Frighteners that had his like chest all carved up in scars. Uh, so yeah. I'm excited to see Jeffrey Combs back in a great horror movie. He was also Jeffrey Combs, wasn't he also in that um, uh, one of the episodes of um, of uh, 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 Creep Show on um, yeah. on Shutter? Yeah, he, the werewolf one, right? He wasn't he like one of the yeah. Nazis in the werewolf one? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, basically, according to their official plot, it says amateur occultist Marcus J. Trilby, that's Onyx, the for a.k.a. Onyx the Fortuitous, is struggling. He's misunderstood at home and work, and his dreams for a new life seem to be answered as he lands the coveted invitation to the mansion of his idol, Bartok the Great, for a ritual to raise the spirits of an ancient demon. He excitedly joins Bartok and his new fellow eclectic group of devotees, and they prepare for the ceremony. But it pretty quickly, it becomes apparent that everything is not as it seems, as Onyx and his new friends fight to keep their souls. He must decide if he is willing to truly sacrifice in order to meet his destiny. 
I am excited for it. Sounds interesting. Yeah, what I don't I will know do that is guy, In but, our um, Facebook group, I will post the video of Onyx and Fortuitous uh, being cool. interviewed about the Check Satanic Temple. Uh, it was just fucking fantastic. Uh, and that is all I have for news. You guys? Um, no, I don't really have anything. Went and yeah. saw Megan uh, last weekend. Good flick. Uh, HBO finally has The Last of Us out. I did get to watch that. Oh, yeah. The first episode. Yeah, that was really good. Really good. Probably one of the best video game adaptations into a TV show. Like, there must have been at least 10 scene-for-scene shots from the video game that I was oh, so yeah? very impressed by. CGI, you think, Tom? CGI stuff? What do you mean? The, the, the TV show? Like the background and stuff like that. Um, yeah. 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 But the the only thing I noticed, and my sister and I were talking about it, is that the scenes are reversed. Like, there's a scene where they're driving down the road, there's a house on fire. Um, I remember in the video game, it was on the other side of the street. And, and my sister was like, yeah, it was. I'm like, yeah. So I, I think they kind of, like, reversed a couple things. But shot for shot, even even some of the dialogue, a lot like how I, I really enjoyed the, um, the a- adaptation of Sandman, a comic book, to a TV show. Some of the dialogue was like right out of the video game, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, I like. I haven't. Yeah, go ahead. I never played the game, but I thought the show the the first episode was really good. Yeah, I haven't played that game since twenty twenty thirteen. I think it was twenty thirteen. Well, the Last I of Us two. Yeah, well, the Last of Us two came out. I didn't play that game. Yeah, no, I haven't yeah. haven't played that one yet. There was one in between, but I didn't play that one. And I didn't play the remastered one either. The thing is, like, my son bought that game, so I played it under his account. I never mm. purchased the game. But now it's it's in my my PlayStation um, subscription, so I can play it for free as part of that now. So well, I, I might go back and revisit it. What did you think of that? Man. Loved it. Yeah, it was really good, right? On the last episode tonight, so no spoilers. Well, nice. the very last episode isn't really... It's like it's a, a side episode, right? Yeah, two side episode stories, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, it doesn't really have anything to do with the main story. Well, you have to... It, well, it does... Oh, t- it both of those tie into the main story. Oh, okay, all right. It sort, yeah. did, it sort of did end the last episode I watched, whatever it was, 10 or something like that. Yeah, episode because 11. Because when I watched like it, I'm like, this doesn't really have anything to do with like the... the the whole season that just happened. Well, you got to think of it. If you look at those, that whole season, that told two full storylines, right? It told yeah, true. him being trapped and regaining all of his items. Mm-hmm. And then it sh- the storyline of the um, serial killers, <laughs> the serial convention. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty cool story. Yeah. yeah. All right. Awesome. Uh, let's get on with our top five list or no you know what we forgot we always for- i'm always forgetting this and we have five great horror flicks to watch oh, yeah yeah Chris. we're doing uh hbo max this time because uh, awesome yeah i think you did netflix last time we thought it was prime but it was uh it was netflix um so yeah since you just mentioned it uh, the last of us is uh on hbo max something that you if you're a horror fan you should check out um Barbarian, which was just out in the theater, um, oh, yeah. you know, last year, Great. it was a very yeah. interesting take on uh, on horror. Uh, you know, something fresh and new. I yep. enjoyed it. Club Dread uh, is on HBO Max. <laughs> Great horror comedy. Great horror um, comedy. Love that one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for for horror comedy, I thought the the horror aspect was was really well done. 
Yes. Yeah, it gets pretty dark. Yeah. The Green Room. Um, that which, was another uh, good one. Yeah. Is a really intense, uh, you know, more of a real real life kind of horror. It's about, like, you know, Nazis and skinheads and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. it gets pretty intense uh, oh, the yeah. last, like, hour of the, of the movie. And my last one is Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Oh, yeah. Dog uh, wheel hunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a yeah. such a crazy movie. <laughs> I, I do love that movie. Day. Chop Top is like the best. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, that's my list of things that if you haven't seen them or are looking for something uh, to rewatch, uh, you can find those right now on HBO Max. Fantastic, cool. fantastic. All right, we got the top five list now, and the top five list this week go this month goes. Chris Craig Sal. Okay, we talked about this uh, before the show started, but I have a lot of honorable mentions because let, 2022 was a good year for horror. It was a fantastic year for horror, and I and I started thinking about that when I was doing this list. Like, I wrote down all the movies that I that that I watched, and I'm like, oh man, oh man, there's so many good ones. And then I yeah. was thinking, you know what? The you know maybe the reason why horror was so good this year is because we lived through a fucking horror for two years. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here's here's my list. And then I'll go through uh, honorable mentions. My number five, which was on my list last week, but got bumped down a few spots from other movies is Terrifier 2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number four is Pearl, which we'll be talking about a little bit later. Yes. Yeah, so we won't talk too much about that now. My number three is X, um, which was the original that pearl was prequel to and did we did we rev- yeah because that was one that was also on my list of things that we reviewed and i yep. believe it was also number three on that list too so yeah, it did yeah. it didn't move anywhere nice now this one was also on my list uh last episode but it bumped down a spot and that is glorious which we uh we reviewed and i thought it was Good a great film. movie uh for a shutter original um but uh, the, my my first movie I just liked it a little bit better, and I thought it was a fresh take on horror. And the movie is Fresh, which was on Hulu. Nice. Um, and I just thought it was a, an interesting, like, something that hadn't been done before. Um, and Sebastian Stan was great in it. And Fantastic, the, the, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was something that I had, hadn't seen before, and it was weird that it was a, a Hulu movie. Dude, um, yeah. So Fresh is my number one movie for 2022. I haven't seen it. And then I'm just going to kind of throw this out there. None of these are in any particular order, but these were all great. And some of them could have made the other list, but for one reason or another, they did not. So this one was actually on my list last uh, last month, The Sadness. Um, but that, that got bumped off because there were so many other good ones. Such a good film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Barbarian, which I just referenced about being on HBO Max. Another great movie from, from uh, last year. Uh, Run, Sweetheart, Run. Another uh, another I didn't see great that one. Great, uh, I think it's I think it's an Amazon movie. It's a, like an yeah. Amazon original. I'm gonna write that one. Really down. good. Uh, number th- well, another next one. Uh, Speak no evil, which is a Shutter flick. Um, it's like Finnish or Swedish or something like that. Yeah. But it was a, it was a really really slow burn. But the but the third act just really like just like it's a gut punch. Like it was yeah. it was a great flick. Next one is Prey, which uh, was a great, uh, great movie. Uh, next one, Hellraiser, 
which I thought was a great uh, adaptation of uh, of the genre. Yeah. I mean the uh, the series. Uh, next one is Scream, which uh, you know a couple months ago was on my top five list, but really just kind of with everything else that was out there, just didn't. You know, we, we probably should have did a top ten of the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got three more. What do you got? Uh, like fifteen now? <laughs> ten, uh, Deadstream, which I've mentioned a couple times, great yeah. movie. Uh, the series Wednesday on Netflix, which is kind of like a horror. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was great. And Werewolf by Night, which I thought mm-hmm. was really good, too. I, I, I was unfamiliar with the, with the comic, um, but I thought it was really, really good. So thank you, 2022. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, damn. <laughs> Sorry about that exhaustive list there, but there was so much good stuff. That, I'm really telling was. you, I... I I, look at it, I scribbled down an entire list of movies here, and I'm like, <laughs> how can I pick just five? Yeah. yeah. I know. It's tough. So, uh, I actually have, uh, well, I'll, I'll cut out some of the honorable mentions because they're going to read. You went overboard, so, too? God damn you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, it's a lot of repeated stuff. So, my number five, I went with Pearl. Which we'll talk about. Yep, Ty West. We'll keep it at that. <laughs> uh, number four, I went with Barbarian. I that thought was that was uh, sort of different, unique. Yeah, it was. It was fun. Twist Justin Long was great movie. in it. Yeah, creepy. It's lot. just Too one of those things. movies where it, it subverted your expectations. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. It really, really did. Missed, it, it did a twice. major, major misdirection twice. Twice. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, number three went with Glorious. Yep. I think that was on, on the yeah. list. Uh, again, surprised. Really cool, different take on a horror movie. With and one actor. Space. Yeah. And basically, like, in a, in a shitter the whole time, right? Fucking yeah. great film. Hey, look, at I can't stop recommending it to people. And like, that's Every time do, I talk to someone that likes horror, going, you got to see Glorious. Yeah. And that's hard to do, like, when you're one person. Right? I Mad props to that. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, Forget what uh, that guy's name is, but uh, yeah, Jake. No, Jay, I was gonna say Jason, but that's his character. Yeah, that's his uh, True Blood character. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was my number three. Number two, I went Black Phone. Um, I'm really, really dude, looking forward. That to was that such movie. a good film, too. Yeah, totally forgot really, about that one when I was I making my disappointed. list. Wasn't disappointed. Like I said, I had really huge ex- expectations for that movie, and you know, when I watched it, it didn't disappoint. And number one was uh, X. Ah, nope. Ty West. Dude, Mia Goth and Ty West? Right? Holy shit, bro. I yeah. can't I wait for Maxine. She, I didn't realize she wrote uh, something. Yeah, she's co-writing yeah. these. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, oh, and Scream and Terrifier, too, I guess I'll, I'll throw those on my honorable mentions. Nice. Keep All right. Short. Um, Sorry about that. (laughs) Uh, Right. My number five is Glorious. Again, great film. There's just so many films to pick from. I couldn't couldn't move that one up any higher. But I needed that on the list because I keep telling people, you want to see a great film that doesn't have a million actors in it? And just like, really, a lot of what goes on is in your head as he's talking. Yeah. Like, you make the film a better film with just his conversation, you know? Yeah. It's fucking for sure. fantastic. Loved it. 
Uh, my number four is Terrifier 2. Again, a little more campy, a little more uh, comedic aspect on it compared to the, uh, the first Terrifier film. But still, tons of over-the-top gore. Very well done film. We did a review of it. You should go back and listen to our review of it because that was a great film of 2022. My, my number three is um, Barbarian. That film yeah. was one of those films where when it came out, it was like, yeah, you know, I might go see it. But it looks like it might be like a uh huh, yeah, like one, a typical fucking kidnapper. Uh, I like uh, that it dropped to HBO right away, though, too. That was sweet, right? Yeah, and it was great to be able to see it like that. And then I watched it the next day after it came out. I'm like, holy shit, what a yeah, fucking good film. Because I really thought, oh, I know what's going on here. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I was like, no, no, you don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Uh, what a great, great film. Um, my number two is Pearl. I, you know, we'll talk about that later because that's our movie for the month. But uh, yeah. and yeah. my number one is X because again, that was the first film of the year that we watched, and like, you know, I thought I knew what was happening, and then it just subverted your expectations. Oh, yeah. And yeah, at every point I was waiting for for someone else to 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 be the like the killer. I'm like. We- there's, was there like a, you know, something? Yeah, I, yeah. Definitely. And then the end of that film was, <laughs> oh god, like left me speechless. <laughs> yeah, that last like ten minutes. Yeah, crazy. I'm like holy shit, bro. And then when they said, hey, guess what? We we filmed the prequel and we got a sequel coming out. I'm like, what the hell? Uh, yeah, so that's fantastic. Uh, and I've I've only got uh, four honorable mentions. Hellraiser, what a great. What a great film. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one. Um, the Sadness, because that one had one of the most over-the-top fucking scenes I've ever seen in a movie. Oh, God, yeah. Um, my number three is, uh, uh, honorable mention, is Werewolf by Night, because that was just a great throwback-type film, because I really love those 1930s black-and-white horror films. This was a great yeah. throwback to that. And my number four was Prey, because, again, a movie that went th- Hulu didn't even bother putting it in the theaters. It said, here it is on Hulu. Like it was a throwaway film, and it turned out to be their number one movie yeah, no that has ever been streamed be on their series. Film. Yeah, so yeah, I still, still don't understand why that movie. They're probably kicking themselves too. Oh, I'm sure of oh, yeah. it because it, it was the number one streamed movie they've ever released on Hulu. Like yep. they were probably going, "Holy shit, we we probably could have made a hundred million dollars in the theaters." <laughs> Son um, of a bitch. Yeah. So there you go. There's our uh, top five horror movies of 2022. Fantastic. Awesome. Thank you, 2022. Yeah, what and a I, great I think year 2022 is also the, uh, the, the year of um, dude what, Jenna Ortega. Yeah, not only that, but, dude, the number of films coming out this year that have already been announced is already, yeah. like, holy crap, there's going to be some great films this year. Well, yeah, I mean, Megan came out, what, like the first week of January? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's done really well. Dude, uh, that movie, I really enjoyed it. I, really I liked it too. I I didn't know going into it it was PG thirteen. That's and I, the and only I'm, thing I don't like because the director even said he has a rated R cut because they right, made him yeah. cut a bunch of shit and he might release the director's cut on Blu ray so that we can see the rated R version. That'd be nice. I, I hope yeah. he does do that. But yeah. uh, for for PG thirteen, I was I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, my do- uh, my daughter and I went to see it. Uh, and even she was like, "Holy shit!" She well, there were at least three scenes where she covered her face because she couldn't she couldn't take what was going on on the screen. 
<laughs> it was too yeah, much it was good. We went and saw it Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, me and Kim and Maya. And it, nice. nice. We all liked it. All right, let's talk. Uh, Pearl. So uh, let me give some real quick statistics here. Pearl came out in 2022. Is Ty West directed and written and directed by uh, written and directed by Ty West and co-written by Mia Goth, starring Mia Goth. Um, it got a 91% by critics and 82% by Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I believe it also won a Rotten Tomatoes award. Um, what was it? The or yeah, it was X that won the award. Yeah, because X is really high ranked too. So, yeah, uh, what a great, what a great series of films. Uh, I'll start off by saying that. And this is a prequel to X. So we reviewed X earlier in the year, and we we're like, "Wow, fantastic film, great, and everything." And then they surprised everybody with a sequel. Uh, to give yeah, and they said they shot them pretty much the same time, right? Yeah, back to back. And the cool thing is now this is at the end of X. Uh, if you haven't watched it and you haven't watched this yet, please, you know, go watch it before you listen to our view, review because oh, I'm just yeah. going to touch base right now. This film picks up um, as a prequel to X. So at the end of X, when they reveal the murderer um, to be an old woman, Pearl, you're like, how the fuck did this crazy woman become a murderer? And then they're like, hey, yeah. guess what? We're going to show you. We filmed it. <laughs> And uh, wow, what a fucking film, bro! Really, this film is like it could it could stand on its own without without X yeah. doing something. Yeah, uh, and yeah. I, I it was a good movie too, like like not just a, like a horror movie, but a good Dude, movie. It was filmed so like the cinematography, the soundtrack was the amazing. Sound, no, the sound design was fucking incredible. Like that first kill when she kills the fucking duck. God damn. Yeah. Like, even because I was wearing headphones because I was watching it late at night on Blu-ray. And like, oh, damn, the sound of the pitchfork going through the duck. Holy shit. Like, th whoever did the sound design should have won a fucking award for that because the whole film, the sound is awesome. The colorization is awesome. Yeah, the colorization I thought was, like, like brilliant. Unbelievable. Like, the, the blues were, like, extra blue. The, yeah. you know, Dude, it was... this is like a classic Hollywood movie. Yeah. Like from the from the twenties or thirties, but about a complete fucking psychopath. <laughs> like even yeah. Mia Goth, like if she doesn't get an Oscar for this she, film, she she deserves one. Dude, she does. The expressions on her face when she would change from oh being, my god, dude, it was like a different person. Yeah, <laughs> it was insane. Or even just like that last, like the closing credits. Like oh, I, I watched god. that you just to see how yeah, long. <laughs> Just to see how long she would sit there, and I was like, "Holy shit!" You could it's see like her ten minutes of pain in her face. Yeah, and then she saw like the, you saw the tear run down her eye, and like, oh my god, dude! But when she's having a conversation with the sister-in-law at the at the dining room table, that was the change phenomenal. in her face and demeanor while she was talking was like, "Oh shit, bro!" That. That scene right there, like I was like, she deserves an award for 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 this role. Like I was like, if, for for the movie itself, if I was that sister-in-law, I would have bolted. I would even I would have even like tried to. I would just got she up tried. and walked out. Like, like <laughs> dude, dude, 
And and when I said to you guys, like when I went to see this in the theater, I said, dude, you got to see this film. It's a fucking amazing film. It was so good. And I even posted on Facebook, like I don't buy a lot of horror movies on Blu-ray, only the classics, you know, when it came out mm-hmm. with a special 4K edition, classic films that I loved. But I bought X I think and this Pearl. will be a classic. I think this Absolutely. is going to be a classic. Absolutely. Absolutely. What a fucking great film. What a great film. Yeah. I did not oh. expect it to be that great. Craig just disappeared. We lost him. What happened? I'm here. Can you hear me? I don't know. (laughs) That's weird. He just, like, poof, was gone. He might be having some Uh, Wi-Fi issues or something. uh, Yeah, but I I put off watching this because I wanted to watch it right before so that I would remember things. Yeah, yeah. And I I really, like, after you saw it, I was like, man, I really want to watch it. And I kept putting it off and putting it off. And I'm, uh, such a, such a great movie. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Small cast. I mean, what was there really like? Uh, like handful six or people. seven people. Yeah, handful of yeah. people. Yeah. The mom was just fucking. The mom was yeah. so fucking yeah. controlling. Militant. Yeah. Yeah. The, the dad. You know, I, they didn't really. Well, she was German. She was German, yeah, and they, yeah. you know, and and it was nineteen nineteen. So kids, kids really were like, whatever your parents said, well, you, you yeah. know, that's it. Like, and it was amidst no, the Spanish flu, whatever, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so they, they had they that were, going on too. Yeah. So with all that shit. And then you knew like the mom was nutty because that when when her you know her friend's mom came by with the pig and like she, she left that take pig it, out there, let it sit yeah. on the fucking pa- on the it was all the maggoty steps, and stuff. And I like that though. Like one of the things I thought was cool, like every time that they would show that pig, like it would be more and more decayed, kind of like, like as she was like as the movie went on, sanity. Yeah. was losing her shit yeah, more and yeah. more so, and. To be honest, I mean, her mom said that she saw the darkness in her, but I think, like, when she gives that monologue, you know, and you find out, like, like how hurt she was that she, that that Walter, that was his name, right? Walter was that his, her uh, husband? Yes, I think it was. Well, anyway, might have been. He he was he was her ticket out of there, and he he bolted to go to the go to war. Like yes. she was just crushed. She never got away. Like her heart was broken. For numerous reasons, and and then she was stuck there on that farm, no interaction, but like you the, know, the self realization that she had, like I'm not normal. There's something wrong with. Are you me. scared of me? Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, like what did I do? Like yeah. when she kept yelling that, what did I do? What yeah. did I do? I'm like, whoa, man, you are fucking she unhinged, lady. <laughs> telling her sister, yeah, like well, yeah, yeah. I was, it was, it was good. It was, it was a really good movie. I. I don't have anything bad to say about it. No, and and uh, uh, I'm trying to think like so many things like happen in that film, like between you know her meeting the guy at the theater place, and then yeah, he, he, he that was a good role too. I thought he did really good. Right, and he started like introducing her to pornography and like oh they mm-hmm. do this in France, they do this. You take your clothes off in films, you know, you could be one of those girls. Yeah, yeah, and then she just like wanted to be like famous. Like this, the whole like psychology of Pearl is like this girl is fucking nuts, bro, and she couldn't like. So do you think? I don't know. Like, like just watching the film and watching her face. Like I said, Mia Goth got to win an Oscar for this because you could tell she would be ha- have this like behavior, and then like yeah. something would switch on in her head, and her demeanor would change, and her face would change. Like she was 
unhinged by something and just yeah she was almost childlike when she was like like you know normal well not normal because she was an adult at first i thought she was supposed to be like a kid right and i'm like wait a minute she's she's married like how old is how old is she but it's like you kind of figure out her mom was so afraid of 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 her it sounded like when she was young like her mom was afraid of her being spoiled like being like not pure or not childlike or not you know whatever you know maybe it's their religion maybe it's her mother's upbringing or whatever but so controlling of of uh pearl that like sheltered her from the real world like sheltered her from everything around her to the point yeah, where so all she, she had was the cow and the goat to to right be her friends right and then and then knowing that okay so mom's got these beautiful dresses and then trying them on and 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 knowing that you know showgirls and you know getting this idea where i can be famous i can have people see me dance and and then when she tells the story about how well she just dances in the house and she's afraid for people to see how she dances and then her friend is like no you should audition for this dance you could be in the troupe and then she's like fantasizing it and then when you finally see her do the dance you're like what the fuck (laughs) yeah yeah it was i i I, you know to be honest i i wasn't really sure which way it was gonna go it's like maybe maybe she really has like some sort of natural talent you know, like, and then she did her dance, and like, uh, I don't know, I don't it think ain't, that's... It ain't that good. But and the other thing too is, I was trying to understand, like, because remember how when she was doing the dance, the background was changing a little bit. So I was wondering if most of that was like in her head, like she really wasn't oh. dancing that great. And then at the end, they're like, be, yeah, yeah, you're not exactly what we were looking for. Yeah, it's funny that they said they were looking for someone blonder, and I'm like, oh, I guess that means her uh, her sister-in-law is going to get the part. Right, well, I really thought she was going to have a meltdown and fucking kill everyone in that room because she started screaming and yelling, and, like, they had to kind of drag her off the fucking stage. Yeah, like, like, like that's when that, 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 you know, she changed. Yeah, Yeah, she, like, she just couldn't accept it. Well, because she was so, like, like a child, she was so invested in the fact that this was her way out. That she was going to win, and this was going to be her way out. This was her way away from her mom and dad and out of that small town and off to see the world. And that that guy that she met is going to help her get there, right? Yeah. And and that's (laughs) where she, like, fucking unraveled and, like, all right, I'm not getting this. And then she goes and runs to that guy and then brings him home, and he starts to realize, uh, you know, what's this rotting pig on the fucking porch? Yeah, and then he finds the, like the corn on the floor, and you know he's like, uh, hmm. Mm, yeah. And then she says, "Yo, that was that was the dog down there in the basement. Uh, you know, he he messed up the kitchen, so I put the dog down there." She's like, "Oh, by the way, I want to show you something." And she brings him out there, and he's like, "What about uh, what about what about your dog?" Oh, we don't have a dog. Oh, we don't have a dog. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. And then he was like, "Oh, I need to get the fuck out of here." <laughs> and then once he gets yeah. in his car and she comes at him with the fucking pitchfork. Oof. Dude, she was killer with that pitchfork. Dude, that fucking thing, like that whole film, I yeah. I love it. I had to watch it a second time even on Blu-ray because, and I listened to the director's cut and, man, the notes that they talk about, like filming these scenes, and like how she was getting mm-hmm. in the character. What a fucking, like she is a star actress. I'll tell you, man. I haven't. I don't know. Like, what did we see her? I'm trying to think. Have I seen her in other films? I I, I don't think so. Maybe she, she had she, bit parts in other stuff. She was in like I, one I other film, I think, that I might have recalled her from. But I'm like, dude, she is amazing. Just listening, uh, just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, 
I, I think as far like I think she did her dad a favor, like killing him though. Oh yeah. Like, like that dude, like they were give, just giving him morphine to get him through the day, you know, like that liquid morphine, and then like even like eating, like he barely like like when she put the food in his mouth, he just kind of went like. Yeah. 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 I was like, man, she really she did him a favor, like by by putting him out of it. Like she that was the only killing that was justified. Like, well, like and then at the yeah. end when she was really fucking him up, like that tear rolling down his face, you know, him crying is like, oh fuck. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So do you think she would have been normal even if she would have left the farm? No. No, I don't think so. That's what we were just talking so. about. I feel like yeah. I feel like her mother was so controlling of her because she makes those She was already broken. Right, right. right. She was already yeah. like her, she yeah. didn't have a proper childhood. She didn't have a proper like life to live because her mom was so controlling. But her mom said that she she saw that darkness in her. Like she she told her that. So it, it's possible that yeah. maybe he, she knew that, and that's and why she, she sheltered well, her. And maybe she thought she was doing the right thing by sheltering her, protecting the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently, one fucking good enough. Because <laughs> when she starts telling the telling you know the story, like she started like. She basically kind of sounded like a serial killer. Like, yeah. she started out with small, killing small animals, you know, and then yeah. I was like, I was like, man, she's kind of like a serial killer almost. Like, oh yeah, dude. And when she takes the dad in the wheelchair out to the edge of the dock, oh, <laughs> and starts calling the fucking alligator or the crocodile. Oh yeah, mom didn't show up. I actually appreciated the callback to the alligator. Like, you know, now like in the in X. When the alligators in there, you, I just thought it was a random alligator. But now we know, she's, know? Been I was like, oh. it, she's been feeding it dead animals. <laughs> well, you, know, you know what else is strange too with dad is, is like these bath time. Like, oh yeah, that, is, that was kind of weird. Very fucked up, bro. She knows what she's doing, yeah. right? Yeah, and she's like pinching. Or, like, well, 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 or, like, we're talking about the weird scenes. Let's talk about the the raping the scarecrow scene. Oh like, my that god, was just, that was <laughs> fucking wild too, dude. Like I said, that chick was mentally unhinged. <laughs> And every I was aspect. like, "What the hell?" Yeah, tongue in it too, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't even like just lip kissing. She was like, "Yeah, sliding some tongue in there," and then, <laughs> dude, that that whole scene really creeps me to fuck out too. It's, it's funny because on um, on Amazon because I, I rented it from Prime, it, it said it was a suspense slash comedy. What? Yeah, it didn't say horror at all. It says suspense slash comedy. I'm like, what? I don't know. I don't think anything was funny in that movie, All I really. Can say is there were scenes well, that absolutely horrified me. There were scenes that absolutely yeah. were gross. Uh, but God damn, I didn't see any comedy in there. I yeah. Just, yeah they, they, like the film could have easily been named, you know, uh, the, the birth of a serial killer or, or uh, from yeah. psychopath yeah. to psycho, you know, to a serial killer or something, because that was some fucked up fucking film, man. I like how they set the tone too with killing an animal first, very you know, early cause, on, because that that makes us all squeamish. Like, oh, like don't don't kill the animal, don't kill the animal. Well, oh, and the man, thing is, I can't it she... seems like such a nice, innocent scene at first. You know, she's kind of dancing around yeah. and talking to the horses and to the cows. And... But that goose gave her a look. You could tell, like he was glaring at her. Like he he, I think he felt her darkness too. And then she's like, "What are you doing in here?" You could see the switch again. One of those scenes where yeah. you could see the switch in her face. And just whoop, dead, pitchfork. He wasn't scared of her though. He just stood his ground. He's like, "What? What? What? What you gonna do?" You know. <laughs> well, then she, then she showed him. Dude, so good. Such a good film. Uh, to to me, I like uh, this one. I like I said, I bought it on Blu-ray because to me, this is gonna be a classic. Uh, I got the uh, the you know the um, 
the one with the director's commentary, some outtakes and crap like that. Unfortunately, it wasn't available in 4K for whatever reason, but I got it on Blu-ray. I think mine was. Yeah, the, I, I think. Oh, you you re- you bought it? Like yeah, I rented I it. it on uh, yeah, Prime you can rent it, it on 4K. It. But I was trying to buy the 4. But I what I've been buying lately is the 4K and Blu-ray together if it's available. But I couldn't. I couldn't find either of those. So I looked oh, at Amazon and Best Buy. So is Maxine? You think Maxine's going to be in between the two? No, nope. no. I think it's going to be after X because right. Maxine it's when she's actually doing porno. Right, because Maxine is the survivor okay. of X. Right, and that's why it's Triple X for for the name. And I'm assuming okay. she's going to be like an '80s porn star, you know, like with big hair yeah. and yeah. you know doing yeah. lines yeah. of coke and. But the same kind of sociopath yeah. that Pearl was, and yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, because you can see towards the end of that movie too, she got a little. Crazy, right? Even Maxine did, right? Yeah. Well, it's clear that Maxine is a sociopath or a psychopath, just like uh, Pearl. Yeah. Yeah. What would have been nice, though, is I mean, obviously, this leads you up to a certain point, but I would have really wanted to know how did Pearl get to that old age with a husband? Yeah. yeah well, that's, that's a, a huge. And the husband is the real husband from X too. Same dude. Like yeah. I looked it up, and it's the same guy. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. So th- the same guy, the the guy who was the played her the old man in 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 X. Okay, is I think it was was the guy who played her husband also in, in the army in yeah, Pearl the army the army dude guy right Walter I think it was Walter was it for Walter? some reason Walter keeps popping in my head yeah. but yeah, so that's who she ends up marrying and that's who she's with when you know X finishes so yeah, yeah. like you're right I'd like to see. What happened? So they put the old man mo- makeup on on Walter. Yeah, ex, yeah. Right? yeah. They really could do a Pearl too and have it like with her and Walter like in their forties or something like that. Yeah, because at know. the end he walks in That's the door a- and like they're fucking corpses yeah. in the fucking kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> like. You know. well, That's what I said. You sort of there's a lot of time in between. Yeah, right. so they really could like, right. like down the road if they were looking to yeah you know, they they could do a Pearl too because I would think, watch it. They didn't really tell you how old she was, but. It, she was nineteen. What is it? Nineteen nineteen. So it was right around the Spanish flu was going on, right? And yeah, and was, yeah. X took place in the early nineteen seventies or mid nineteen yes. mid nineteen seventies because VHS had just kind of become a thing, right, right? Right. So everyone could make stuff. So yeah, all right. The late nineteen seventies is what I'd say. Then yeah, it's generally available that people could so buy you're camera. Talking fifty years, maybe. Yeah. Right? So what'd she years? do with that husband of hers for fifty years? How did that survive without her not killing yeah. him? Right. That, that would well, he, be yeah, he must have helped her, like, you know, continue her, you know. All I know, dude, is yeah. what a fucking film. I had to buy it because I know this is one of those classics I'll watch again and again. There's things yeah. I'm sure that in the two times I watched it that I, I probably missed some really crazy shit or something, little little elements that I watch it again I might wind up seeing. Because you're too in awe with her performance. Like, Mia Goth's performance yeah. is like... And I think the 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 length of the movie was just right too. Yeah, you know it it was a, it was just a hair long for horror movies, but I didn't I, I didn't feel it like I didn't feel like it was. But too there long. was no moments where I was like, "All right, this is dragging on." They made this scene too long. No, like yeah. it was paced just right. Um, definitely, Mia Goth's acting. Like I said, if she doesn't get an Oscar for this, I, I or at least a Golden Globe, maybe something because that was fucking phenomenal, bro. That was so good. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Just the credits alone, right? When dude, she's here, oh. so alone, the whole thing. dude. I could. Uh, I was like, 
There's no way they're gonna leave her on there her that long. And they did. Yeah, they just kept. They did. She's like. And that's what probably brought the tears to her eyes, right? Yeah. Like, and you yeah. can see her like her lip jiggle once in a while because it was probably getting tired from you know yeah. having that huge ass toothy grin. But like I said, it sort of wrapped it up because you could just see her unwinding more and more, yeah. and more through the credits too. Right? He was like, yeah, just losing her shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I'm gonna say, you know, this film is a must see. And I'm going to give it four and a half out of five stars. I, I think it was a brilliant film, spectacularly done, spectacularly acted. Uh, even even the supporting cast was pretty uh, amazing. The girl, the the best friend, the blonde that won the dance contest and sat down yeah. with her in the I, kitchen. She was good, end. too. Fucking Mitzi. Amazing. Mitzi, yeah, that was her name, Mitzi. She was cute, too. I liked Mitzi. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking spectacular. Like, if I were her, I would have been running out that and fucking knew, door. Man. I wouldn't have sat there listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. be honest no, with me. Pretend I'm your husband. Right? Tell me. Be honest and tell me everything. I, I would have just got the fuck up and darted out that door. And you knew you knew she was she was going to win it, right? When she said, go ahead of me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I... um. I I'm I was bouncing around between four and a half and four, and I can't remember what I gave X. I think I gave X a four. I don't remember. Um, um, I think I gave X a five. I do, unfortunately I do not record our individual things in the spreadsheet. Yeah. Uh, or on I'm going to go with I'm going to go with four and a half. Um, even though I put X ahead of it on my list, uh, and I may have given the X a four. Uh, I'm, I still think I, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, so I'm going to go four and a half as well. Nice. Yep. Four and a half sounds good. Excellent. Wow. Wow. This is a good one, man. American Nightmare Podcast gives uh, Pearl four and a half stars. Fantastic. Bravo, Mia Goth. Yeah. Ty West. Un- unbelievable. Bravo. Like Ty West, Mia Goth. Perfect writing. Keep coming. Keep spectacular coming. acting. I cannot wait to see Maxine. They're saying it's going to be better, so man, they got to live up to a lot because Pearl. Hard to believe, I know. And Pearl believe. is something else. If they, if they, oh, if they outdo Pearl, it's going to be a five star rating on the on Maxine for sure. Yeah, I guess it kind of has <laughs> yeah. to be, right? Yeah. Excellent. All right, guys. Uh, let me just wrap this up by saying thank you to all of our listeners to listening to the American Nightmare podcast and being a subscriber. If you do listen and you use the website to listen or the audio player on the website, please go ahead and subscribe because the more subscribers we have, the better off it helps us. Um, um, if you have any suggestions for future podcast episodes, uh, general feedback, top five lists or movies that we should review, because there's a lot of horror movies out there that we're not aware of and uh, if you think that there's something we're missing and we need to see it, go ahead and um, toss us an email at uh, feedback at the-american-nightmare.com or you can visit us on the web at the-american-nightmare.com or you can search us out on Facebook, the American Nightmare Podcast. Um, and we have a Facebook group there where you can post your favorite horror movies, suggestions for top fives, uh, the latest horror movie news, and things of that nature. Um, Thank you again for listening, and we will be back next month. Thank you. Peace. Thanks. Yep.